Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. It was November 1975. Doyle Davidson, the president of this ministry, a prophet and apostle, was invited to Thanksgiving dinner at a home of family and friends, about 25 people. As he was conversing with some friends in the family room, he stood up to go refill his glass of iced tea. As he did, a friend of his, Wally, a PhD, was sharing how he had purchased a new sports jacket and had to have it tailored in the sleeves because he had one arm shorter than the other. Doyle felt in his spirit that God wanted him to pray for Wally so God could heal his arm. He turned to the doctor and said, if you believe, God will make your arms equal in length. Wally answered back, well, I believe. Good, replied Doyle, put your arms out. Wally held them out and Doyle prayed, Lord, make these arms equal. God did, right there. They became equal in length. Doyle continued on into the kitchen. And there sat Wally's wife, Peggy. She was sitting in a chair with her left arm lying on the chair's armrest on a pillow. Her arm was swollen nearly three times its normal size. The skin was dry and wrinkled. And she was greatly depressed. She was suffering from malignant melanoma. Dole saw her face and thought to himself, there is not much more depressed than this woman. She had had surgery in Houston for the cancer. After the surgery, they had disconnected the arm from its blood supply of the body and perfused it with chemical therapy. From what Peggy shared, and she shared this with me, the prognosis was not good. If she did regain use of the arm, it would be over a lengthy period of time, and even that was unsure. But while in the kitchen, Dole walked around her Checking his spirit. Did God want him to pray for her? You will know that when you walk in the spirit, you have to obey the spirit of God. After a moment, he believed God did want him to pray. He went over to Peggy and said, Would you like me to pray for you? And in a very weak voice, Peggy answered, Yes. Doyle prayed for her healing there in the kitchen in Jesus' name. The power in the name of Jesus. The next day, Doyle received a phone call. The person on the other end of the line said, Peggy's oppression is gone. Doyle answered, she's healed. He knew it. When Peggy returned to Houston for her evaluation, the doctors found her arm had recovered 95% of its youth, of its use. 95%? What you may find interesting in this story is that Peggy is a wonderful piano player. She's played here. I've heard her many times. Her singing and playing is anointed. And you certainly don't see any loss of ability in her arm. Thank God for the power in the name of Jesus. 
I have a song here that's going to be ministered to us by the Water of Life boys. Where this power comes from, there stood a lamb. Let God minister to you while it plays.
pray, I'd like to share with you that all the music that you hear from our programs, from Water of Life and mine, Kathy Mize, Terry Brown's, all that music is available free for download. And you can even get it on my website, www.kdwol.com. Now let's pray. Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you. Father, let the power of my Lord be great. Father, let the power of my Lord be great. Open our eyes that we can see. Open our hearts like you did for Lydia that we can attend unto the things which are spoken. Turn us from darkness to light, from the power of Satan unto God. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. I'd like us to turn to Luke 24. I'm going to read verse 44. And he said unto them, these are the words. This is Jesus speaking. He said, these are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets, and in the Psalms concerning me. Did you know that the death, burial, and resurrection is all through this Bible? And we're going to look at one place today. We're going to go to Job. Job. Job? That awful book, Job, talks about the gospel? Absolutely. I'm going to go to Job 33. This is Elihu talking. And I'm going to start in verse 18. He said, he keepeth back his soul from the pit and his life from perishing by the sword. He is chastened also with pain upon his bed and a multitude of his bones with strong pain so that his life abhorreth bread and his soul dainty meat. His flesh is consumed away and it cannot be seen and his bones which were not seen stick out. Yea, his soul draweth near unto the grave and his life to the destroyers. If there be a messenger with him, an interpreter, one among a thousand to show unto men his uprightness, then he is gracious unto him and saith, deliver him from going down to the pit. This next phrase, I have found a ransom. I have found a ransom. A ransom. Turn to Psalm with me, Psalm 49. I'm going to read verse 6. It says, They that trust in their wealth and boast themselves in the multitude of their riches, none of them can by any means redeem his brother or give to God a ransom for him. It says, For the redemption of their soul is precious and it ceases forever. Now, I want to read that same passage from the King James. I'm going to read it into the New International Version because this this is amazing. It says six. This is New International. Those who trust in their wealth and boast of their great riches, those that have money, no one can redeem the life of another or give to God a ransom for them. Did you know that all your money cannot ransom you from God? It says the ransom for a life is costly. No payment is ever enough so that they should live on forever and not see decay. What our works, our money, cannot ransom us. Now, what do we need ransom from? 
Why are we talking about Jesus being our ransom? Well, let's go to Ephesians. I'll tell you what. Let's go to Luke 24. No, I'm sorry. Let's go to Matthew 20. Jesus himself talks about himself being a ransom. A ransom. Jesus 20, 28. It says, even the Son of Man, this is Jesus speaking, red letters. Even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and give his life a ransom for many. A ransom. Did you know that there had to be a ransom for you and I? A ransom. Now, we're going to look at why we need a ransom. I want you to go with me to Ephesians 2. I'm going to begin in verse 1. And you has he quickened, that's you and I. And you has he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Did you know that you were dead? Did you know that you were dead? It says here, where, that who were dead in trespasses and sins. Let's go on. Where in times past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. Do you see right there it says if you are walking in the world, that you are walking according to the prince of the power of the air, that you are walking a course in course of the devil? Did you see, do you see that? You are walking in according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Verse 3, among whom also we all had our conversation, our behavior in times past, in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. How many times have we heard do what feels it. Do what feels good. Do what you feel like. Well, look what happens here. The desires of the flesh and of the mind and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. Romans says the wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is death. This first verse in Ephesians 2, who were dead in trespasses and sins. You say, well, I don't feel dead but you are dead. Wait till the Spirit of God puts his anointing on you and you will say, my Lord, I feel so alive now. I didn't realize I was so dead. But you are dead spiritually. You are dead spiritually walking according to the prince of the power of the air. And you know what happens to a person that's dead spiritually? They may be Alive in the flesh right now, but when they die, they don't go to heaven. You don't go to heaven. There is only one way to heaven. One way to heaven. Only one way. You have life in heaven or you spend eternity in hell. Sorry, folks. That's what the Word of God says. And what did Jesus say? You must be born again. You must be. Well, guess what Jesus did? He was that ransom. He was that ransom. The wages of sin is death. And God's word is truth. It doesn't, it can never be broken. 
And God's word says the wages of sin is death. Somebody has to die when there's sin. Somebody has to die. God is a just God. Do you hear that? God is a just God. With sin, somebody has to die. With sin, somebody has to die. And Jesus was your ransom. What did Jesus say in Matthew? He said, he said that he gave himself as a ransom for many. Let's go to second, let's go to 1 Timothy 2 6. Timothy speaks about it and he talks about Jesus. He says, For there is one God, one God. Do you hear that? One God. One. And a mediator between God and man. A mediator between God and man. And who is that mediator? That mediator is the man, Jesus, Christ Jesus. It says the man, Christ Jesus. Not the God, Christ Jesus. There's only one God, Jehovah. And who is the mediator between God and us? The man, Christ Jesus. And what about that man? He says, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. Did you know Jesus was your ransom? He was your ransom. He bore your sin on the cross. He bore your iniquity, your perversities on the cross. All sheep have gone astray. Everyone to his own way. Ooh, let's do what just feels good. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have led, he has led everyone to his own way. And who is our ransom? Jesus. He is your ransom. He is the ransom between you and that sin that you are walking in. And you know what you have to do to get your sins forgiven? To get that ransom to work for you? Trust in it. Believe it. Adhere to it. Look at it. Walk in it. Cling to it. Stick it to you like glue. You believe it. You believe it. You trust in it. You accept it as your own. And when you do, that ransom works. That ransom that Jesus paid for you works. I have a beautiful song here. One of my favorites. Jesus Messiah. Done by the My Girls. While it's playing. Call on the name of Jesus, your ransom. Call on that name and you will be delivered from whatever you need delivered from.
2000s, I was walking through some difficult times in finances. I was learning how to trust God for money. But you know, there came a day when things were just crazy. I was in my own sign business, and I had a lot of business, and I also was trying to, to work out these finances. And one day, I woke up, and I realized that my automobile was gone. It had been repossessed. I looked at my calendar and realized that I had written down the wrong dates. I had messed up. And they came and repossessed my vehicle. You know, I know this will help somebody. Do you know that God is a God of mercy? Do you know that Jesus was your ransom? I had nothing I could do but pray and ask God to forgive me because I had dropped the ball in watching when that money had to be in. And frankly, I didn't have the money at the time. But do you know what? Jesus, Jesus was my ransom. He was my ransom. He was the mediator between the Father and me. And do you know that Jesus prays for us in heaven? And do you know that in that situation, somebody stepped in and paid the rest of my car off, and I got it back, and I could continue working in my business? That is the mercy of God. He will come to you even when you have messed up, even when you have gotten yourself in that situation, God will come and he will help you out. That's why Jesus died. Remember, Jesus died for the wicked and the unrighteous. That's why he went to the cross. He's, the word says that he who spared not his own son, how will he not freely give you all things? Do you need Jesus to do something like that for you today? Romans states, those that call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Those that call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. That delivered is anything you need, saved, forgiven, justified, healed. Call on that name. All you have to do is say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Till next time, God bless. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the musicians from Water of Life Church. She'd love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at Kathy, K-A-T-H-I-E, at KathyDavidsonWOL.com. That's W-O-L for Water of Life. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, P.O. Box 861327, Plano, Texas, 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kathydavidsonwl.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.